Hello, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach. We are excited about another episode of our podcast. This is episode number 11, and I'm excited to be joined on the phone by my friend Pierce Dixon. Pierce is a junior at Hewitt Trustful High School in Trustful, Alabama. I've known Pierce for a little over two years now as he's volunteered at our annual basketball camp in Selma the past two summers and actually brought his sister this last summer, so he is um, been a joy to serve with. Uh, he and his family, like I said, they live in Trustful, Alabama. So without any delay, we'll just jump right into Pierce's story. So Pierce, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You bet. So start off by just telling the listeners just a little bit about yourself, how old you are, um, if you play any sports, a little bit, a little bit about your family. So uh, I'm 17 years old. I'm living in Trustful, Alabama. Um, my dad is a pres- PCA pastor. Um, got my my sister who's in uh, she's in tenth uh, grade. Like she came to Selma this past summer, and my brother's in eighth grade. So that's sort of uh, our, our our family. Awesome. Um, I, yeah. I was gonna say I played I, as far as sports go and basketball. Um, I've, I've been playing basketball my whole life, um, pretty much since I was about five or six years old. So basketball has been a big part of my life. So I'll get into that. You play any other sports? Did you grow uh, up? Uh, well, I mean, I played football for one year in ba- uh, T-ball when I was a kid, but it, it was pretty much all basketball for me as a kid. Um, that's what I loved and it's what I still love. So, Yeah. So uh, you mentioned um, your dad being a pastor. So what's it like? Mm-hmm. Growing up in a pastor's home, um, the son of a pastor being the only child, is there any, do you any, feel any pressure from that? Because, you know, you always hear the whole story about, you know, the preacher's kids. And so just kind of curious, right. the pressure and, you know, how that impacts your friendships. Well, um, so our church is relatively small. We're about a, we're a church plant. We moved, I forgot to mention, we moved uh, to Trustful. In 2011, so I would have been about 11 years old. I was going into my fifth grade year uh, from Greensboro, North Carolina, to plant this church. And we started uh, worshiping on Sundays in 2012, in August of 2012. So we're a relatively small church. We've got about 150 members. I think that's right, something like that, maybe a little more. But um, most of my friends from school don't don't go to our church. And so, um, you know, but my dad... it's not like I'm not a typical pastor's kid I like to say like I um I don't feel any pressure really because I mean like I said a lot of my church my friends don't go to our church but also I got a really solid group of friends who you know we don't judge each other they're not wary of saying anything um to me because I'm a pastor's kid or nothing like that uh and my dad you know he's just he's a great mentor and um He's really well trained in discipling and shepherding, and he's really helped me throughout my life. So I wouldn't say that that's uh, a huge pressure or anything. Awesome. So you mentioned your dad being a, a good mentor and mm-hmm. um, playing a big part of the discipleship process in your life. Mm-hmm. So, what point in your life did you realize that you know you needed that personal relationship with Jesus, and you couldn't? you know, just kind of latch on to your parents' faith, that it's an individual, personal relationship? So when uh, we, I told you, we moved here in 2011, and I had a great fifth grade year. Um, it was really awesome. I had a lot of good friends. Then 
going into sixth grade, I, I did not have any of the friends that I made in fifth grade in any of my classes or anything like that. So, uh, and going into middle school, sixth grade was just a really hard year for me. We, all, we left behind a lot of family in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I, I was really missing them. And just I didn't really understand what, what we were doing in Trustful. I didn't understand why we had come to plant the church. And, and through that process, I remember that year, uh, my dad took me out to lunch, or not to lunch, every uh, to, to breakfast every Friday morning. Uh, we'd go to Chick-fil-A and he, you know, just through that, through those breakfast meetings and just through talking to my dad, I just realized that um, our church plant was bigger than me and it was bigger than my dad and it was bigger than our, bigger than our family and that I needed to uh, should stop being selfish and, and let God take control of my life. And so I, I would say that's when I realized that I needed a personal relationship with Jesus. That's awesome. That is cool. So yeah. You've not mentioned this yet, so but I know a big part of your testimony is, you know, you did mention your love for basketball, but a big part of your testimony when we first met was you had tried out for the basketball team at your school and didn't make it. So, um, but, you know, I've heard you share that you believe that God uses that for good. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of talk through the tryout process and, you know, what was your initial reaction and kind of what impact did that have on you? um, not making it. And, um, and I know now it's a, it's a big piece of your story, but, you know, initially did you, did that make you question God during that process because of basketball being such a passion? Um, well, let me just get into the backstory real quick. Uh, I, so I was on the the middle school team for our school in seventh and eighth grade. And then I was on the freshman team um, for our high school. We have a pretty big high school. It's 7A, so um, it's big school. So we, we, were, we had a freshman team and a JV team and a, a varsity team. So I was on the freshman team in ninth grade. And just I felt, you know, basketball um, had become too important in my life. Hmm. And it it, it, it it ruled everything that I did. It ruled my feelings. It, 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 had, taken, it, it had taken me over. And uh, I wasn't able to just 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 play basketball anymore like I did when I was a kid, just because I felt so much pressure. I put put it all on myself to play well and get in a game or in practice and impress a coach. And and so uh, last I guess it was April 2016. Uh, I was trying out for my 10th grade year and I got cut. Um, I was I was I was surprised. I didn't really understand um, what was going on and and just through that process. Um, my coaches were really good to the coaches were really good to me. You know, I, I had have a, uh, still a really good relationship with the high school coach now. Um, so he just, you know, he was very helpful in that process and he, you know, he, he had to make that decision. Um, but my dad was really helpful too. I just had, I had people surround me, um, in a way that God, God just put that together. And just at that point, I realized that, God's in control of my life. My plan was to play high school basketball for my whole career or for my whole high school career. And um, God had other plans, obviously. And I just realized through that process that I need to trust him instead of trusting in myself. Very good. So did, did, I know, um, did you, uh, you said you were surprised. Did you question God at all during the process or, um, uh, um, yeah, a little bit. I did initially when it happened, I just didn't understand why God was doing that. Um, 
but pretty soon after, like, I just, I just realized that, you know, he's in control of my life. And like I said, my dad and, um, and I had a youth pastor that was really helpful in that process. Uh, they're just, they just, they just took me in, in their arms and, and loved me through that, through that deal. So, uh, so I, you know, so it Go sounds ahead. like your faith was pretty much the, what helped you walk through that difficult time. Right, right, right. right. Okay, mm-hmm. so now let's kind of talk a little bit more about that and maybe something you learned through that process. But I'm sure there's someone listening, whether they've struggled with making a sports team or maybe it's not even sports-related, but just going through a difficult time. You know, they they have a dream, they have a desire, and it didn't work out or is not working out for them. What's like the one or two things that, you know, as far as advice or encouragement that come to mind that you could offer? Um, I, I would say just don't let, or let God be in control of your life and, and just surrender to him. Um, that's something that I had to learn um, that I'll, not that I had to learn, that I was blessed to learn during that process is um, that he's in control. And, and when you put, when you put your, your life in God's control and when you let him take control of your life, it's just, it's such a satisfying feeling. Mm-hmm. And just to know that you're, you don't have to do anything or, I mean, not, not that you don't have to do anything, but that you, you know, just that he's in control and you don't have to worry about whether, you know, or not you make a basketball team or whether or not, you know, you pass a test or get into a college. He's, he's, he's in control and he's got, he's got your best interests at heart. So, that's good, because I know a lot of times, you know, people, new believers think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian now, I'm, I've surrendered my life to Jesus, so everything is great, you know, and I tell people all the time, right. you know, I can't find anywhere in the Bible that that's true, you know, right. the that, Bible's very clear, you're going to mm-hmm. go through storms, but it's how we handle those, so that's good, and mm-hmm. I, think, I think you're dead on, just tell, encouraging people to just be completely surrendered to God and, and know that, you know, the whether it's good times or bad times, they're all used to to perfect us and to grow us. Mm-hmm. So, so we met. Um, I, I mentioned the intro through through ministry. Basically, a, a mutual friend brought you down to Selma and mm-hmm. um, shared your story a little bit. And you jumped right in and served with us. And so, um, you know, you've come the last two summers. So, right. when you first heard about our organization, All In Sports Outreach, what what drew you to it? And, you know, you came the first time and you didn't know us, we didn't know you, but you came back a second time. So what was something, you know, that stands out from that first experience of serving with us that made you want to come back the second time and actually bring your sister along? Well, um, you know, before I, the reason I came the first time was just, you know, I realized that I was going to be able to play basketball for four days and and share my story that and I at that point I just gotten uh cut I guess two months earlier from I guess I went to Selma two months after I got cut so just being able to share my story through basketball with um with underprivileged kids over there was awesome and uh and the the reason I came back a second time was the the all in sports um is a great organization and all y'all were so so helpful and so nice to us um now I was there four days. I always says I was there four days, and I feel like I had known you and Rand and um, Jerry and Chris for 
for years after mm-hmm. the end of those four days. We just spend all, all that time together and and go into a, a dark place uh, in the projects in Selma um, and and share the light of Jesus. And so I, I wanted to experience that again, and I wanted my sister to experience it too. Um, so that's that's why I came back, and I c- will continue to come back. That's awesome. So um, we're very early in the process of getting the word out and kind of dotting the I's and crossing the T's, but just recently um, All In Sports Outreach is teaming up with some local folks there in Trustful um, to kind of expand, if you will, or multiply the ministry into the Trustful area. So you and I talked about that a few days ago. So, you know, what was your first thought when you heard that? And you know, you know Trustful quite well, and so mm-hmm. what impact do you see um, the ministry, the organization having in that area? Well, I was, I mean, I was extremely excited when I first heard the news. Um, Trustful is a very sports-heavy town. Uh, you know, every kid plays some baseball, football, basketball, everybody, every kid plays something, and, and uh, using sports as a tool for ministry is, is going to be so so big in that area just being able to minister to a lot of the kids uh here who who doesn't who you know a lot of times try to put their faith in sports like i did and, and so i think sports is a great tool to to share with people that they're not in control of their lives yeah that's good yeah that's it works i mean obviously i my and and i'll speak for rand on this too our initial reaction when we heard you know these these guys, they all live in Trustful. I mean, our first thought, both of us, was Pierce. Um, so, because we know your your heart and your your passion, but your story of basketball being everything and kind of God taking that away, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but giving you a new platform um, to use basketball. Right. So, and now just actually in the town that you live in. So, so that's that's exciting. So. Student athletes listen to this podcast a lot. I know coaches that do. Um, what advice would you offer them, you know, in a in a school setting where living out your faith isn't always popular? Um, mm-hmm. and, and you've made a very good point a couple of times already in our conversation that, you know, sports is a platform. It can be used for good or for bad, and and it can become – our guide if if we let it so what advice would you offer a student athlete that um, is struggling to live out their faith at school and maybe even to to see athletics as a platform to share the gospel well i I talked about earlier i just think when you when you put your life at god's control it just it's um such a relief and that's what that's what all that's what all student athletes and all coaches that's what we should all do is um just put our lives in God, put our life in God's control. Because sports can be, you know, you're right. Sports can become an idol. Um, it can become what you find your identity in, and, and that's something that I struggled with mightily for for a few years. And um, so I just I would encourage all coaches and student athletes to, as far as coaches go, just share the gospel in, in your school. I know that you know there's some some controversy over that, but just don't be afraid. You know, people really don't object to it much, in, at least in, in trust for probably in the South. But um, just 
finding your identity in God is the most important thing you will ever do in your entire life. And so we shouldn't be afraid to, to, to share the gospel in schools in that setting. Yeah. So, I mean, just from your personal perspective, just, just thought just popped in my head. Why do you think it's so difficult to balance that finding our identity in sports for someone who, who is a believer? Um, is it because we as a culture put so much pressure on athletes or, you know, sports just has become the God of us, if you will. I mean, why do you, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a balance. So, cause I don't want to, you know, I, I love sports. My kids play sports. And so I, I'm a big believer in sports. I love sports, but you know, it is a, it's, it's a tough balance. So um, how do you, how do you battle against that? Um. Well, I just say that you know initially, the, I think the problem is is that sports is just such a big part of you know, especially in Trustful in a community like Trustful, where every kid is playing ba- basketball or t-ball or something at age four, you know, and yeah. it, it, you're just growing up on the ball field or in the, and that's good. Like it's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think um, coaches need to, you know, youth youth sports coaches just need to reiterate the fact that you know, sports is not the ultimate end game. Like it's, it's bigger than like our life is bigger than sports. And so I think coaches uh, can play a huge role in sharing the gospel with their, with their players. And and I think we need to train a lot. Coaches need to be trained to do that. And um, so I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at some point, you know, a group of friends that we, we talk about this topic quite a bit as, as young dads. And it's like, it, we've kind of lost sight of letting kids be kids. Right. You know, it's just everything right. is about sports and it's, it has become our God. And I know as a parent, it's, it's for me mm-hmm. as an adult, it could be a struggle too. So no, I appreciate your perspective because mine is, is no different is, you know, the Bible is clear, you know, he wants all of us. You know, he doesn't want us to be lukewarm toward him. You know, Jesus right. reminds us, you know, we we need to be 100% in. So, which kind of leads to the last question. Um, every every guest on the podcast answer this, this same question. So, um, the name of the organization, All In Sports Outreach, it comes from Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, every outreach event we do, we started off by telling the the kids what that means. Um, you know, the Bible says in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord. So, it, I mean, to me, it's school, sports, it's at home. It doesn't matter if you're making your bed or, or playing basketball. You, you need to do it 100%. Um, there's, you know, there's no room for, for laziness. So, what does it mean to you to be all in and then, sp- you know, specifically in your walk with Christ, what is what does that mean to you when I say, you know, when you hear Pierce is all in for Christ, what does that mean? So when I was a kid, my my parents and my uh we like we'd have a little thing where we'd go through uh the Westminster Confession of Faith and um you know, as for kids, it was a kids version, but one the first question is what is the man's chief end or what is the chief end of man or something like that. Mm-hmm. And 
And the answer is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Mm. And, and I think, you know, just in everything that you do, if, if you're about to do something, you should just always ask yourself, am I glorifying God by doing this? Whether it's playing a sport, whether it's, you know, whatever the case may be. I just, that is so, I would say just being all in is glorifying God and everything that you do. This would be my definition of all in. Very good. Very so. good. Well, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes to share your story and um, be a part of the podcast and talk about trust for a little bit. Um, I know for me personally, anytime I communicate with you, whether it's texting or just through social media or um, when we serve together and some, I'm always encouraged by your passion for Christ and passion for ministry. And so I'm excited to see how God's going to use that in Trustful now. So um, thanks again for um, being available um, to share your story. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. You bet. And also want to thank everybody who listens to the podcast. And um, as always, we appreciate you listening and ask you to continue to share and um, share the podcast with family and friends. And we've been overwhelmed by the response so far. We love hearing from you. You can um, find us on Facebook. If you're a Facebook user, just type in All In Sports Outreach. You can send us a message there. Um, Keep up with events that are going on in Selma, Dallas, and now Trustful or non-Facebook users. Um, just go to our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Newly updated website, so I encourage you to, to go check it out. You can find out about our leadership team, kind of what we believe, upcoming events, newsletters, previous podcasts, anything you want to know about the organization can be found on the website. So, again, thank you for listening, and until next time, we just encourage you to always be all in.